Come on, you yellows Flying high below this Wembley archway sky today Welcome to the original, the Talker United Yellow Army podcast brought to you each week by Guy Henderson and Richard Hughes of the Herald Express and Devon Live. We'll talk you through the latest news from Plainmore, we'll chat to the people making the news around the club. You can find us in the Talker United channel on the Devon Live website, on Spotify and on iTunes. Welcome to another Talker United Yellow Army podcast. We're in the Babacom studio for a change, which is nice. We have an audience of two. We have an audience of two dogs. Um, we've been this morning, or I've been this morning with Gary Johnson. I didn't have a car, College. Guy. My wife took mine and my mother took hers. And suddenly I had no, uh, no car, so I wasn't there. And public transport isn't what it should be, is it? So no. You weren't able to get across, but I no. was there for you. You were. So you were would... my ears and my eyes and, uh. my, and my recording device. <laughs> I am your recording device. <laughs> so we talked to Gary in a moment about the Gateshead game just gone, about the Dagenham and Redbridge game to come, and about the Bromley game that isn't coming. Apparently not. So Apparently not. we got chats on that. We'll talk about the World Cup. We'll talk about the uh, Talking United women and their uh, tremendous run in the FA Cup, which came to yep. an end uh, last week. And we'll talk about the Socceroos, because one member of the Talking United management team is very happy. I was going to say last night, actually, when I realised I wouldn't be able to make it to the press conference, make sure you ask him about the Socceroos. He yeah. was very happy. Yeah, Aaron Downs, Australia. Uh, Downs, he actually played for Australia at um, youth and under did he? 23 level. I did wonder that. Um, and there's the postman. <laughs> so without further ado, let's... Oh, uh, my word! Let's uh, let's see what Gary Johnson has to say, and we'll see you in the quiet, peace and calm on the other side of Gary Johnson. Yeah, I think it's fair to say the last couple of games your team haven't got exactly what they've deserved in terms of performances, mm-hmm. and some of that is down to the fact that uh, probably haven't got the goals that your team's deserved. But in recent weeks leading up to that, your team was scoring goals for fun, and, and do you think that you're going to be taking some inspiration out over the next couple of weeks, that when you get it right, it comes very right? Yeah, you have to because we, you know, we did our review of the last sort of couple of games, two or three games, and there was a lot of good, good stuff in it. I mean, obviously we had some couple of tough games uh, in the FA Cup with Hampton and Richmond um, and Derby, of course, and even in the Derby game that we lost, there was some good attacking play. Um, uh, obviously, you know, we, we've got to try and get a nil against at some some stage, you know, the two we've had were early part of the season. But um, as we always say, we, we, we try and play, we try and create opportunities. And when we see that we've had a lot more opportunities than the opposition, then we know we're doing something something right. Um, and obviously we have to defend as a team, the same as we attack as a team. So, yeah, we have, we have took a, a lot of encouragement from the, uh, the last couple of games especially, because uh, we did deserve to win or to get a better result in both of them. One team player that seemed to uh, take the game by the scruff of the neck on, on Saturday was Brett McGavin. And when you brought him in in the summer, you said that you wanted him to do, have a slightly different game to the one that was maybe evident at Kings Lynn last season. Um, does it feel that he's now starting to believe he's the player that you believe he is? I hope so. Uh, you know, one summer don't make it swallow, as it were, but he certainly showed more of his ability that he's got uh, last weekend and um, we were pleased with his performance. His stats are always decent but um, you know, we needed him to, 
start creating some key passes and uh, having a couple of shots and he's a good striker of a ball um, and with him it's a confidence thing as well for these, these players but we work with him every day as we do obviously with all of them and um, and he's got some ability and it's important that he he brings it out shows everyone what it, what it is that he has got um, and then stays consistent with that standard and I'm, I'm sure he will he's, you know, he, he's now found the game that we're looking for from him and, uh, and that can only be, be good for us trip to Dagenham on Saturday hasn't been the happiest of hunting rounds for, for goals in, in recent years but that doesn't really tend to account for anything much these days with all the uh, changing the squads and all that so mm -hmm. it's very much how each team plays on the day isn't it? It is. Um, you know, they've had a good little run, Dagenham. You know, they have some good results recently, um, and they're always tough, especially at home. They're very strong at home, and uh, we have to. You know, we have, we've had and will have a good look at them, and um, and you know, we'll pick the team available to us, and uh, and hopefully that we can create probably more chances than, than we had when we played them away last season um, and as you say then it's all on the day uh, players have got to turn up players have got to look forward to it uh, I'm sure they will because I think we think our confidence is, is growing a little bit you know not only in themselves but in each other and um, actually despite us being bottom of the table at the moment there's there's quite a lot of optimism from the lads, which is uh, which is very good. Maybe not so much in terms of the result, but would you agree that actually you look much more like a Gary Johnson team now than you were at the start of the season? Yeah, um, it, it did. We thought that after all the shot, didn't we? And then we had a couple of dodgy games, but um, we know we got it in us. Uh, it's just young lads uh, and the older lads helping them get a consistency in their in their own game. And then we'll get that consistency in our team game. But it, it, you know, the stats were unbelievable for a team that lost against Barnet and then drew um, you know, against Gateshead. Um, so you can't just work on, on stats, but what it tells you is that you've had more play in the dangerous areas than they have in, had in yours. And sometimes that happens. So um, hopefully if we can tuck away a couple more of our opportunities that we create and then uh, the team's got to score a few to get ahead of you. And finally Gaffo, the uh, earlier than kickoff time on, on Saturday is, uh, um, I guess it's nothing new for you because you've had quite a few games kicking off at different mm. uh, times so far season with the TV commitments and mm. things, but does that change preparations at all for you? It's nice that you say about the TV commitments, that always means that you're doing quite well, <laughs> that people want to get you on the TV sort of thing. And, the Derby game was a, was a great start for us, wasn't it? Um, just thought I'd get that in. What was the question? <laughs> well, the ch change in kick-off time, will that change oh, the yeah, preparations yeah. at all? Yeah, no, well, listen, like me and Downsy, we, we always work out the schedules to make sure that, um, you know, we're going to have to have breakfast earlier. Um, obviously, we go down the night before anyway. It's a fair old, old trip over there. Um, and we'll prepare, but we'll just prepare a few hours earlier. They'll go to bed, 
couple of hours earlier um, and we'll just sort of turn the clocks back a bit so that by the time it comes to 12.30 kick-off it'll feel like a, a three o'clock one. Um, yeah, so that's, we'll have to um, wait and see if some of them are early birds and if they are then great. <laughs> but they'll, they'll, I think when you, when you kick off in those games, especially if you've stayed over, it's actually quite nice to have an early kick-off and you're not hanging around. It just means we've got to do our, all our meetings and stuff earlier on the Saturday morning. Um, but you know, there's enough time to get it all in and, and 12.30 is a good time we can get away a bit earlier. <laughs> uh, Mark Ellis is alone. I know when we spoke a little while ago you were hoping to extend it. I, it I, it's coming up, or at least the month is coming up relatively soon. What's the latest on Mark? Do you think he'll be able to stay? I think so. Uh, you know, we, we hope so. I mean, he, he's, his loan finishes on Saturday. Mm -hmm. and we're still, still talking to him, his representatives, uh, obviously the other club. So we're, uh, you know, until it's announced, we won't know for sure. But uh, he's enjoying it here, he's doing well. Um, he, he, he's, we're managing to manage him, you know, on, on, with his private life as well as his uh, football life. So um, at the moment, we feel that he's quite comfortable. So um, he's got every chance of, of staying, but that's not actually been official just right. yet. Still with his side and seal, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you talked about kind of consistency and confidence, and as you said, you've got a lot of young players. But somebody like Mark, who can have that consistency and has that experience, must be so key to all that. Yeah. I mean, I've said it before. If you go to war, you want to go to war with somebody that's been there um, and knows the ropes. And uh, and he's a he's not a loud leader, but he's a quiet, efficient leader. And uh, he sort of, he, he plays the game as a very experienced player um, and that gives the younger ones around him a little bit of confidence that um, uh, he's there and you know, he, when you're doing your organisation uh, he's very much one that you know, knows what's going on and he can remind people because he, he retains information very well which is why he's had a good career. Indeed. Team news wise, how's the squad looking? Have you got any, any fresh injury concerns or anything like that? Um, well, as we always say, our press is always on a, a Thursday, so we, we've still got a couple of days yet. Um, there's always people that you're crossing your fingers for and hoping that they'll, they'll recover from little knocks. So I can't really tell you right now as to who might or might not be available for Saturday. Fair enough. You know, you look at the lead table, I think it's a six point gap to safety now. I know there's a long, long way to go yet. At what point do you start to get quite concerned? Because obviously that, if you'd have got, if you'd have hung on to, if you'd have hung on to Saturday in the last game, you'd have, you'd, you'd have, that gap would have been a lot less and you'd have taken Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say before you rudely interrupted Sorry. me now. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, it's, um, we, we, we'll just keep, keep going. You know, that's, that's all you do. And I was going to say, yeah, only when people ask you those sort of questions, <laughs> but um, we keep going. We, we, we're quite happy with our form at the moment. That doesn't mean to say we're happy with the results, um, but there is a bit more confidence about the place. And there's uh, there's 20, 24 games to go. Is it twenty? Whatever it is. Um, so twenty five. Is it 
okay that's good we've got an extra one 75 uh, points yeah i mean it's, it's not necessarily 75 points but uh, 25 um games if you get two points a game if you have a you know good little run for the second half of the season like we did last season then that's 50 points um so you know we we want to get out of where we are as soon as we can and because you're still playing all the teams around you or just above you then they're all six pointers anyway so you don't want to get too far behind but at the same time um one or two of the teams in the bottom eight if you like uh, will end up going on a good good run and getting out of trouble pretty early and hopefully uh we got definitely time and we've definitely got the players to do that. A final one from me, I, I know you can sign players pretty much at any time on loan, but obviously January is coming up and, and that frees up some EFL players, I would presume. Um, how focused are you on January and maybe being able to freshen up the squad and bring a few extra bodies in if you need to? Um, if we need to, yeah. Um, we. It doesn't matter whether it's January or not because we can loan anyway You know, from the Football League. But at the moment, we've got five loans and five loans that we're happy with, to be fair. So it's uh, difficult to go. We had a situation where we had seven loans and it was becoming awkward because you had to leave two out of the squad each time. And they were all, all seven were decent, were good players. Um, so, you know, if something comes up where we need to bring in a, a, somebody that's available, we're interested in, we'd rather sign somebody on a, a, a full contract rather than a loan. So you know, we're looking for that, but it's, it's never easy sort of thing. And you have to just wait for the right one to suddenly come up and everything's hunky-dory, we can agree with the player, his agent, his wife, his kids, you know what I mean? And then you, you bring them in and uh, they, don't, you know, they don't grow on trees, as it were, you know, so. It's, uh, but we are, we're looking all the time, all the time, the time the amount of time that Downsy and myself and my brother Pete, uh, our scout, is, uh, is looking at all the games and going to games is, is unbelievable. So we know what's out there. It's just a matter of uh, that what's out there becoming available. Super, thank you very much. No problem. Losing the, uh, the Romney game before Christmas means you've now got the two away games, FA Trophy, and that's it before Christmas, isn't it? Is it good to lose that sort of relentless Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday? Do you give you a chance to take stock a little bit? Yeah, we'd rather have played the Bromley game. You know, we we didn't lose. The National League told us we'd lost, yeah. you know, because it was Bromley that wanted to, to make the, the change. So we'd it's going to be difficult now that where, where, you, where you fit it in. Mm. But, um, you know, they had their reasons for not wanting to play it. National League went along with it. And... Um, and it means that we miss a game that we, you know, was scheduled in, and now we've got to re reschedule it. So no, we're the rather of play, uh, you know, as the schedule says. Yeah. You know, but it's income as well, I suppose. Isn't it? Well, it is, but you you don't want to get games behind. You might have a good run in the trophy, in which case a bit later on you you lose games. Winter's still to come. You know, there's lots of things that could disrupt your. Uh, if you start losing games, you're going to have to fit them in somewhere. Yeah. And the last thing you want is having you know, three games cancelled because there's snow on the pitch or something. You know what I mean? And then 
then it becomes very difficult to put them all in. So it's a shame that they haven't, they've not been able to say no. That's got to be played uh, on the day that it's scheduled. Welcome back. Uh, good to chat to Gary. Um, I put uh, the South Devon College training going. Aaron Downs, as I say, was there. Um, he's absolutely over the moon. He's like yeah, a Cheshire cat this morning. Yeah, he is. Um, because he loves his, his Aussie stuff, doesn't he? He always talks about the cricket when, uh, when that's relevant yeah. and stuff. I read somewhere this morning that uh, soccer, football, is is, soccer? Only, is only the fifth most popular sport in Australia. I saw an interesting map the other day on, that popped up on Facebook out of the blue, as these things do, that was uh, the, the, the most popular sports in each country. Saw that. That was quite yeah. interesting. There's one country somewhere in mid-Asia, the old Russian Federation mm. place, that has wrestling. Yeah, and archery is one of them as well. Oh, I couldn't sure. quite... I, couldn't, I couldn't expand the, the map, so I couldn't no. see which obscure oh, country that was. Oh, I must have a look at that. But anyway, we digress. Um, so yeah, Gary, talking about the Gateshead game, Dagenham and Redbridge. Let's talk about Gateshead, Richard, because we have to. Yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a miserable afternoon. I think one of the most miserable afternoons at Playmore. Well, it was a horrible afternoon anyway. The, the rain was, was crappy, wasn't it? And... Uh... The, the worst thing for me was the fact that we, as, as Gary pointed out, we created so many yeah. chances and we didn't, well, we took one, a wonderful header from Aaron Jarvis, but we failed to take 20, 25 decent chances. Have they counted them up? They? They, they probably have. Well, yeah. We didn't get that. I mean, I, I listed the, the really good chances that we had uh, in the first half and in the second half before we scored the goal. Yeah. Um, you know, by by that by the name of those who missed them, you know, in in the match report, and it's 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 a list of about ten or it is. twelve players who really should have done better with good chances. Now that happens, we all yeah. know that. Yeah. But the disappointment for me, more than anything else, was the conceding of the goal. Yeah. The, the, so quickly the way, after scoring. The way that we just yeah. gave up once we got that lead for a decent header and a good cross. Yeah. We just gave it away. Gift, wasn't it? Absolute yeah. gift. But we've talked in the past about you know having a, a striker and not getting service to them. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, I mean, the crosses were raining in. They're high crosses, low curls, drill, dink, all kinds of crosses. To the forward line. Now, yeah. what the forward line is is yeah. debatable because you could say that Aaron Jarvis is playing up front on his own. But then, you know, you had... Two wide men who mm-hmm. I think half the time were supposed to be in the box waiting for something to come in, yeah. but actually ended up being the people who were putting the balls into the box yeah. to a single striker. So it was a bit awkward. We missed Will Goodwin. I mean, we I'm not going to say he yeah. set the season yeah. alight because, uh, you know, we are bottom of the table and no one has. But uh, of all the players that we've had this season, uh, trying to make an effort and trying to do something, uh, he, he he's, he's happen, one, of the list, he? one of the top yeah. of the list, yeah. And that was the first game he'd missed all season. The yeah, suspension. I mean, in the first minutes he'd missed was yeah. when he came off the other yeah. day. And then uh, uh, even Dave Thomas, uh, who, who knows about, who collects these facts and figures, you know, prestigiously or whatever it whatever Prodigiously. Word. Prodigiously, yeah. that's the one, prodigiously. Yeah. Um, had failed to realise that he'd got a fifth yellow card before, from, yeah. from the, the last game. So I think, uh, I think uh, you know, we missed him. We got him back now. Got him back now, yeah. And Gary's touched on that as well. Um, Prodigiously. He, I couldn't say it. He has made... What can you say the other day? There's something you, oh, yeah, I remember. The Albreyans. Yeah, we'll yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
He has made a difference, Will Goodwin. He's a young lad. He's on loan from Stoke City. Mm. He's only 20. And we've put, 20. we've put a lot of responsibility on his shoulders, A lot shoulders, of responsibility on him. And he feels like our player at the moment, doesn't he? Because he does. He's, because he's played such a part of the season. And, um, you know, he will go back to Stoke at the end of the season. He's, it is a season-long loan. Yeah. He had a he had some games at Hartlepool last year. Um I think he's going to have a decent career. I mean, he you know, the, the, he's not going to be broken by a season with Torquay. No, uh, even if it is this season. <laughs> yeah. Because, let, I mean, let's be honest, we we tend to put quite a happy face on things, but for heaven's sake, we're bottom of the league. We're now six points mm. away from the safety space. Mm. Well, um, actually, when you look at it, I know I've been saying six points, but it could be seven or Goal difference comes into play. Goal difference is in. I mean, we yeah. we had that minus nineteen goal difference that yeah. suddenly we almost expunged in the Aldershot game. Yeah, but we're back there again now. Yeah, um, this is not turning out to be a good season at all. Happy Christmas, listeners. Happy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> but and it doesn't get any better because with the Bromley game being off on December the fourteenth, um, we've got all we've got between now and Christmas. All we've got between now and Christmas. Is away games at Dagenham and Redbridge on Saturday. Yeah. Away at Oldham next Sunday because it's on the TV. It's on the TV, so that's a... And we've got an FA Trophy game at home to Chippenham Town, which, respect to Chippenham Town and the FA Trophy, isn't particularly what we need. Um, You know, it won't... It, it won't ruin our Christmas if we the don't most famous one. season for the FA Trophy really affecting the league was that that first season under Paul Buckle when uh, you know yes. we we were going yeah. for the for the playoff places yeah uh, or work we did finish in the playoff places we were going for the title really at times during that season and uh, that FA Trophy run that led us to Wembley for for a one nil defeat really affected the, the season. Ebbs fleet was yeah. it? Really affected the, the season. We could get. I, 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 I couldn't give a monkeys about the the uh, the FA Trophy this season. I agree with you up to a point, but one of the most memorable and probably lucrative games at Playmore um, mm. in the past few years uh, was against F, FC United of Manchester. Yeah, they turned uh, up in numbers. They, didn't they? turned up in. That numbers. would have been their biggest game at the t- ever at the time. I think. Yeah. I mean, they probably were maybe two years into their mm. existence. And that was a great game. Yeah, that was, it was an FA Trophy yeah. game. But there you go. No, I, I agree with you. Let's, yeah, I, it doesn't really No monkeys matter. given. No, <laughs> I'm glad you said monkeys. <laughs> uh, Dagenham and Redbridge on Saturday. Um, we are not the favourites for that one. It's a 12.30 kickoff, by the way. You'll know Are that we not the favourites? We're not <laughs> the favourites. I looked it up. Shock me. As I always yeah. do, we're 92 for that one. The draw okay. is three to one. Right. And Dagenham and Redbridge are seven to four. Uh, my money should be safe in my wallet. It's uh, their ninth at the moment. They've only lost at home once this season, and that, I was surprised that they were up that high. Actually, when I looked earlier on, that's uh, that's yeah. that's Paddy Paws. It's built on the home uh, home form. It is home form, is it? Yeah. They lost at home to Notts County. They let five goals in at home to Notts County, but they won't be the only ones to do that no, this no. season. Uh, they've lost one in ten. Am I making you feel any better about it? No, something? no, not really. They have Paul McCallum up front. Who I thought you were going to say Paul McCallum. <laughs> We usually deal with Paul McCallum reasonably well. Get back! Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Uh, and a fellow called Josh Walker, who scored eight yes. goals for them. Yeah. A decent player. Uh, Paul McCallum is a, 
yeah, that's the kind of player that we would have liked to have seen here this season, isn't it? And he's been doing there a while. Doing, doing what he does yeah, up front, yeah. do you know what I mean? He's been, yeah, he yeah. has been there for a while. Yeah. He flit, flit, flitted around teams early in his career, I think. But yeah, um, yeah he's certainly a Dagenham man now. He is. It, it's hard to see. I mean, it won't stop us from thinking that Torquay might pull off something very unlikely. But it's a tough game, isn't it? They're it's, all we tough, are at the point of the game. season now because we looked at the Gateshead game and we thought it is a must win. It, it and the words must win. must win were used over and over again yeah. and we drew. And now we're six points, maybe seven points clear of safety. You know, we haven't got a home game this side of Christmas. Uh, we've got an FA Vars game in the way. And you can't say with any feeling of certainty that we're going to beat Dagenham. No. Oh, God, no. Absolutely. And gun, gun to your head, you can't... Oh, this is a terrible thing to say. But pulling ourselves out of that bottom four is going to take until March or April, isn't it? It is. And at, at, at certain times earlier on in the season, you looked at the squad and thought, why are we here? Mm. Look at the players. But the players aren't doing it. No. So you even start questioning that. Oh, that's why we're here. Yeah. yeah. It is. And that's worrying because if you end up like that in January, February, and then it gets to March, mm. then then we are on shaky ground. <laughs> and are. there was a lot of people who would have refuted the statement that, yes, we are in a relegation battle this season, that are probably now thinking... We absolutely Very are. Differently. Yeah. We are in a, yeah. in a when, when, At what period of time before the end of the season does you being in the, the relegation zone become a relegation battle? I think it is now. I think yeah. it's a desperate struggle now. Yeah. I think it's. Yeah, I think we need every point we can get. Yeah. Charles draw, Dickens is, is sharpening his quill as we go. <laughs> he absolutely is. But they just there's there's one Julian. The fifth beetle throw, yep. throws us one crumb of comfort when he, he casts our mind back six years to the 29th of November. Pinch punch first of the month today, by the way. Oh, yeah. To the 29th of November 2016 when we won 1-0 up at Dagenham and Redbridge with a goal after 76 minutes by, Testing one, my memory now. by one Mr. Kiefer Moore. Oh, was it? Right. He scored that one, didn't he's, he? And, and he's at a loose end now. For a, yeah. a little while, I yeah. wonder if Bournemouth might let him out on loan. Yeah, why not? I mean, he hasn't got a game until Christmas. Come on down. Sadly. Yeah. Because... How are you, how are you feeling about that guy? Philosophical. Yeah. Mate. They weren't good enough. First um, half. First half. But as, you know, they, they just, it's playing... You didn't expect him to beat England, did you? No, did I you? thought I thought they might sneak a draw out of it. Yeah. I, I didn't expect them to I win. Would, a draw wouldn't have surprised me, but then England turned it on the second oh, half. Yeah. And it's all in, over. In, the better team won. Yeah. I mean, no bones about it. And playing Gareth Bale, Aaron Ramsey, Joe Allen may may have been a bit ambitious. Yeah, you know, and, like and Bale, Bale's not been fit, is he? I no. know he said he picked up that tightness in a hamstring, wasn't yeah. it? In the, um, and went off in the second for the second half, but but you had the feeling he wasn't yeah. completely fit anyway for they the rest of the games. Yeah. They didn't play well in no. any of the three games, to be no. honest. Um, so there we go. It happens. Better team won. Yep. Um, and it, it'll be an interesting tournament. Now it's quite fun to watch a tournament when you don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah. When you um, yeah and, yeah, and yeah yeah pe- people who say well you should support England now if Torquay get knocked out of the FA Cup do I then start supporting Exeter? No. 
No. So no. It's fair enough. I, I hope England do what well. What if it gets to the final guy? Well, I, I hope England do well I'm for gonna, the sake of England fans everywhere, and most of our listeners will be England fans. When we do the when, when we do the World Cup final podcast, yeah, are you going to be the the voice of the other side then? No. You're going to be the voice of Portugal. I should be the voice of somebody who's looking forward to a lot of entertainment. Because apparently, a time traveller has predicted <laughs> we beat Portugal in in this. Right? Have you seen this new trend of tra- time travel? Uh, the the Sun and other other notable. Uh, tabloids online are basically clickbaiting to death this whole idea that oh a time traveller has turned up and said this is going to happen and it's all different things in the future and and the latest one is that England beat Portugal have any of them come true yet 2-0 in the World Cup final Kane and Mount the goal scorers if you're interested Um, I don't think so no none at all no well but you know it's, it's a kind of jokey thing that you know is a joke. However, it's the sun and the mirror and mm. the big boys doing it. And you're thinking, what is happening to the movie? What is happening to the But it's a bit of... I mean, World Cup is, is, has been fun so far. We all know the background. We talked at length about the background. The football, though, has been good. Yeah. Um, uh, the football, I, you know, disregarding where it's being played and, and, and all, all that comes with that the football has been fantastic mm. it's been a and I do you know what the first day that there wasn't a, a game on at 10 o'clock I felt quite sad <laughs> four games a day has been marvellous hasn't it been a great yeah. time to be working from home I mean you know uh, uh, I, I start work on average around 8 o'clock in the morning and you're only two games away from a kickoff. it's yeah. brilliant great two hours to wait that's what is it but then some, sometimes the, I mean the World Cup has taken precedence over one of our fixtures Mm. hasn't it I mean we should Seems have been so. should yeah. have been playing Bromley at Plainmore yeah. on December the 14th yeah. which would have been a chance I mean you could hear Gary during his press conference being quite diplomatic about it but clearly not very happy yeah. that the game's been called off which leaves us with no home league game until Yeovil on Boxing Day yeah. um, but it's a semi-final day you kind of question how many people would have turned up at Plainmore if England had been I haven't looked to see if England's route feeds into that day or the other semi-final yeah. day but it is a semi-final day so there will be a big game at 7 o'clock on that day um, and obviously but Torquay were due to kick off at 7.45 but Torquay could have done with a home game could have done really with that could have done yeah. with a home game um, not necessarily against Bromley mind you that's <laughs> no, true um, we all remember home yeah. games against Bromley from the past but um, it's uh, yeah it's a strange one strange one but there you go um, Talking United women knocked yep. out of the FA yep. Cup good, at Bournemouth good, Sports. A good, uh, good run. Yeah, three-two. Yep. They gave it their all, didn't they? They yeah. gave it a good go. Um, they, they're going well again this season, aren't they? They've Quite made a, another couple of signings. Yeah, they've taken a couple of, of girls from Exeter again, or one girl from Exeter, haven't they? They, they, they're, they're doing well under Steve Ellswood. He's, he's, he's turned it around a bit. Yeah. Um, they are the the team that they were a couple of years ago again. Um, before they lost a lot of those players yeah. to Exeter City, yeah, um, and yeah, I think I think they're looking good now. Um, the only remaining teams in the southwest in the in that round of the FA Cup, which I think was the second round, second round proper. Yes. so they were obviously yeah. like the the men's FA Cup. There were earlier rounds: um, Plymouth, Torquay, Exeter, and Liscard. From you know, Liscard, Liscard, yeah. Where, uh, and I, I I think if I remember rightly, their game on Saturday was called off because most. Football was called off in Cornwall mm. on Saturday yeah. 
It must have been pretty bad down pretty there. Great. It was, uh, it was t- pretty t- bad t- here, yeah. If you watch the highlights of the Torquay Gateshead game on the club website, by the way, the rain looks even worse yeah. than it did from where we were sitting. Well, so. it must have been even, even worse down in the peninsula because, uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 the football down there was hit pretty hard, including the, the Liscard game. So Liscard can still make it through. I can't remember who they were playing. Bournemouth Sports, I think it might that have been. Torquay. That was Torquay. That was Torquay. So Sports. who else was it? In... Can't remember. We've done but, no yeah. research again. No research. No research whatsoever. I've had a lie-in guy. <laughs> yeah, I know you have. <laughs> and we were um, we were travelling on Monday night, weren't they, when they made the draw for the third round of the FA Cup. Yeah. And a comment that the radio news people made really got my goat. Manchester City versus Chelsea, the tie of the round, they said. Yeah. No, it isn't. Yeah. The tie of the round. It's that's, just another Premier that's game. It's just another game it's from the Premier League. It's just another game from the Premier League. Rudy wants to come up. Come on, boy. Yeah. So I had a look through, and the actual ties of the round depends who you support, really. But Aston Villa against Stevenage. So that's a good tie. That's a good tie. Coventry against Wrexham. Another good tie. Cardiff versus Leeds. That is a that's a wow tie. All, all How's poli- that not the tie? All of police the leave cancelled. I yeah. would, I would want to go and see that one. Spurs against Portsmouth. Yeah. And Oxford City, Oxford United, sorry, against Arsenal. It was Oxford United this guy are playing. Is it really? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But uh, or was it? Yes, yeah, so Oxford United. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Those are the ties of the round. Manchester yeah, City. Yeah, absolutely. Manchester I agree City with you. under 23s versus Chelsea under 23s. Yeah, we, is not the tie of the round. We were driving up to a gig, weren't we? And uh, we were. there was a there was a bit of a discussion about that being the tie of the round when uh, there was so much more to be found in the in in the, in the draw. Yeah. And while we're talking about the gig, so the while gig. we while we were there, there was a, a very enthusiastic young chap who was mingling with the crowd. And he was convinced that uh, a mate of yours was Keanu Reeves. That's right, yeah. And so he went out. He, he looks insisted, nothing like it, Keanu, nothing Reeves. Like Keanu Reeves. Uh, so this was insisted, a youngster drunk on, <laughs> drunk on life. Drunk on life yeah. and, and fruit cider, yeah. probably. And so he insisted on a selfie with this chap who didn't look Oh, I know where like this Keanu is going Reeves. now. He also insisted on a selfie with your mate Alistair because he couldn't quite work out who he looked like, but he thought he looked like somebody. Yeah. And then he decided that he knew who you looked like. Yeah. And you were hoping it was going to be Al Pacino or something like that. I'm kissing my dog for comfort. It was Uncle Albert from Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. If anyone follows me on Facebook, they will have seen the photo. During the war... During the war, and the, and, and, the, and the gig was on a boat as well. And the gig was on a boat. I didn't, I didn't manage to sink it. You didn't. That's true. Uncle Albert from Only Fools and Horses. Yeah, Rudy's even even chipping in. What's yeah. that? You seen something? Yeah, I, I'm not a massive uh, fan of of that particular show either. No. No. Um, oh wow! There you go. So yeah, it's a double kick in the uh, double kick in the teeth for you. Yeah, but having looked at the photo, the selfie, I said, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Sorry, Hayden. Oi, come on out. Yeah, I, I've looked there at that photo and I can see. There is a resemblance, isn't there? The re- resemblance. <laughs> right, come on out. Out. On. We just have a, a, a brief kicking the dog out moment. There wasn't actually a kick, by the way, listeners. This There's is no not, kicks. Um, there's no, no, no kicking. This is not. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, Hayden, for waking you up. And. Just be, before we go, a little bit more of a chat about the World Cup. Have you been? You've been watching. <laughs> Rudy's been watching. Right. <laughs> Not all podcasts give you the the moment, the brief moment where the dogs get. Oh, well, we've missed this, haven't we? We have. 
we'll be trying to avoid my house. Celebration's going on too long. Yes. That's, that's annoyed me a bit. Yes. The referees seem to be allowing teams 30 to 45 seconds. The Cameroon for a celebration. substitutes running across the pitch. Yeah. And um, everybody stands still. And, and waiting and, for the yeah. Cameroon substitutes to leave the pitch. For, you know, a run-of-the-mill goal. It wasn't like a no. you know, the, the winning goal or anything. Uh, that riled, I think... Uh, was it Croatia that they were playing? I can't remember who they were playing, but they, but yeah, they, yeah, that that definitely riled them a bit. Yeah, and yeah. Um, I think they've let that. I think referees have let a lot go. The referee booked one of the, the substitutes as he was walking back off the pitch. Rudy, stop it! The referee booked one of the substitutes. Oh, this is nuts! Come on, out, both of you. There may have to be some judicious editing in this podcast. <laughs> um, the, camp, the, the referee booked one of them and he was shocked yeah. as if to say, why me, when why all my me? mates were there as well. And hard luck, mate, he was, he was the one you chose. Absolutely. Um, I jotted down Wales, not good enough. We've de- dealt with that. Um, but the, the games that are coming up over the weekend are absolutely fascinating. Yeah. Argentina against Australia. Yeah, that's Aaron, going to be amazing. Aaron Downs, Aaron Downs has got Argentina in the sweep. At <laughs> so his beloved Aussies are up against the team he's got in the sweep. Yeah, I'm not. Can you stop sure. talking about Messi? By the way, he's not. He's not a god. I'm not quite sure how lucrative a sweep it is at Torquay United. What the stakes were, but oh, um, Aaron, Aaron's yeah. quite. You know, he's he's yeah. quite keen on Argentina. Probably not a quid, is it? And they'll play either the Netherlands or the USA. Whoever mm-hmm. wins that, and then England against Senegal with a game against France or Poland. Yeah, it's not going to be Poland after last night's performance. They were poor, weren't they? They were poor. France, in that first game, I thought France were absolutely stunning Well, last week we talked about it. We talked about who we thought we should worry about, and France was the big big one. And uh, having watched them last night, (laughs) I watched the highlights of that game. Um, Yeah, wow. They they just didn't look switched on at all to that game. So they are fallible. But England have got to get past Senegal, first of all. Yeah, which isn't going to be an easy game. You reckon they will? think they will yeah. I don't think it's going to be an easy game I just you know um, Mane's not there I think it's the, it, it's the big biggest blow, isn't thing isn't it really I mean you wouldn't want to be facing him on a good day uh, as many teams who have faced mm. Liverpool would understand so I think uh, him not being there is, 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 is a good thing uh, the player, good player, player by yeah. player we have the better team than but player by probably m- m- Almost yeah, player by every player, team there. England have got one of the top teams yeah. there. You fancy England maybe semi-final place depending on who they get. Um, What's interesting I is think you, been you, know, you, could, you, you look at Saka and you think, how could, how could you drop him after scoring two great goals in the first yeah. game? Drop him for the third and, and, and Marcus Rashford comes on and does the yeah. same thing. We've got more players than we can put into the team, mm. which is you know how often have we gone into World Cup I mean I know there was a big clamour for Phil Foden and he came in and he, he scored yeah, and he did brilliantly yeah. um, but if he hadn't come in you still would have had players of his quality yeah. in the team yeah. it's not as if people are trying to want want players in the team because there's, they're better than the players already in the team and the, the great thing with Foden is that Gareth Southgate has got that card in his hand yeah absolutely uh, yeah. Grealish as well I what mean, about that haircut though Guy I don't know. Well, are you going to get sort of lightning bolts shaved no, into the side of your hair? I don't think I've got enough hair for lightning okay. bolts to be shaved okay. in. To be fair, but uh, no, I, I'm not. I'm not going to emulate the Phil Foden haircut. No, okay. I, people can rest assured. <laughs> of that. 
Um, but Socceroos, Matthew Leckie, 1-0 against Denmark. Who what does Matthew great... Leckie sco- uh, right. play for then? Do, do, do we know? Uh, I oh, know. just dropped that one in without any... I see. Reader, do your own research. Yeah, I see. But uh, the Socceroos, wouldn't it be great if they could surprise Argentina? Oh, I mean, yeah, that would... That would uh, as World Cup shocks go, and we've had a few in this one, haven't we? That would be up there. Be right up there, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we shall see. Listeners, I think we're letting you off a bit early this week because, you know, it's, it's as a Talker United fan, it's not been a terribly exciting No, week. it's not. And we, when you, when you came in earlier on, we were talking about it. What do you talk about every week when, uh, when, when we've just lost another that game? People switch off. People no, I know, but I'm not necessarily talking about the podcast. I'm talking about what Gary talks about. Yeah. You know, yeah. What does he, you know, the questions that we ask of him. Yeah. Not talking about other questions, but of him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it, it's difficult to, to see beyond the fact that you've just lost another game. We have to start winning games. Yeah. Talking United absolutely have to start winning games. And that's one of the things that I took away from, from the Bromley game being off, is that we've got two incredibly tough away games. Oldham are struggling, but Oldham at Boundary Park will still be really There'll be 8,000 people there. They will. Yeah. Uh, and so we've got two games from which we would hope to emerge with a couple of points. Yeah. And then it's Christmas, then it's Yeovil home and away. Yeah, which is not going to be easy, despite the fact that Yeovil are sort of just a bit above us as well. That is not going to be easy. And then you're sliding into the second half of the season, possibly still bottom of the table, possibly more than six points adrift of safety. And it's all a bit downbeat, isn't it? Yeah, it's not good, is it? We should have played some Leonard Cohen at the end of this, really. Yeah. (sighs) Anyway. Anyway. Onwards and upwards. Talking United fans never stay down in the dumps for very long. Who knows? We might pull off a fantastic result at Dagenham. Absolutely. On FA Vars this weekend, Buckland at home. Are they? Yeah. Um, and Bavi and Brixham away. So if you're out of loose end Saturday afternoon, you don't fancy the Christmas shopping. No. Nope. Buckland at home in the FA Vars. Yeah. We may well see you, you there. Do a double bill. You could listen to Talkie on the radio and then, uh, and then shoot off to there. What could be better? Thank um, you for listening. Jill Scott's Queen of the Jungle. Oh, she was, wasn't she? Didn't she do well? Well, at least that prevented somebody else becoming the king of the jungle. (laughs) But we won't go into that. Thank you for listening. I'm going to send the dogs to the jungle. We'll send the dogs to the jungle. And as ever, we finish. Come Come on, on, you yellows. Come on, you yellows. Flying high below the Wembley archway sky today. Come on, you yellows.